District of Conservation is sponsored by CFACT. To learn more about the organization, visit www.cfact.org. Happy Monday, everyone. Thanks for tuning to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed my interview with Brad Smith and learned about some of the latest items in the Walton Rods lineup. Today, I'm going to briefly talk about some headlines you missed, some interesting things that were reported, and talk about some really cool updates personally and from some friends in the outdoor industry. Here is what I have for you all today. First and foremost, I don't know if you guys saw this, but due to the historic level of people going hunting and fishing last year, for example, new findings related to the Pittman-Robertson Fund and excise tax programs reveal that a record one point zero nine billion dollars for conservation efforts across the states was accrued and this is from the milwaukee journal sentinel and they say this is from a few weeks ago from february the latest data to support that conclusion in terms of a boon to conservation funding came from the fish and wildlife service the agency reported it would distribute a record 1.09 billion dollars this year to state natural resources agencies through the Wildlife and Sport Fish Restoration Program. And this money, as you guys know, is generated through excise taxes and fees collected on firearms, ammunition, certain fishing and hunting, tackle and gear, and motorboat fuel. So when you hear people talk about gun control efforts, and that's going to be heard in Congress this week, that's going to eat a lot of conservation funding. So if you want to convince people who may be on the fence about gun control and need another argument to sway them against supporting such measures. Talk about how it'll eat conservation dollars for wildlife programs, habitat restoration efforts, and hunter's education programs. If you need another argument, use this. But not surprisingly, we're seeing these numbers, and I expect that figure to continue to grow. And it goes to show that hunters and anglers still pay the bulwark of funding. Their contributions are super important. And the purpose of educating people and getting more people into the field certainly rings true. So that is some great news. I should have covered that a few weeks ago, but better late than never. I wanted to talk about it now. Something personally related to me, guys, if you are a member of the Professional Outdoor Media Association. On March 1st, it was revealed that 2021 board candidates for the board of directors was revealed and announced. And interestingly enough, I happen to be one of those listed. Normally, I would never put my hat into the ring into these type of contests or campaigns. I never feel like I am, I would say, qualified to do so, but I was encouraged to put my hat into consideration. And lo and behold, I'm one of the nominees for a board of directors position. And it's really humbling to be considered. I will talk more about, I guess, my platform when that becomes announced. But if you are a POMA voting member, you have an opportunity to support my candidacy if you like what I stand for. The voting begins on April 1st and will last until May 1st. So you'll have a month of voting. I'm also featured alongside some really cool people, some fellow colleagues, uh, Darren Choti, myself, Tom Keir, who has been a incredible mentor to me, Kevin Reese, Jen Ripple of Dunn Magazine, John Snow, Matt Soberg, and also Lindsay Thomas Jr. from the National Deer Alliance. I believe there are four to five positions that are going to be opening, if I'm not mistaken. I will correct the record. But if you support my efforts, you like kind of what I stand for, fellow POMA members, and you're listening, I would be honored to have your support and your vote 
uh, when voting begins. So that is something really cool. I really love being a part of the organization. It has opened a lot of doors for me. I love the people and camaraderie that we have in our membership. And I want to do my best to expand membership, bring in up and comers who are budding outdoor communicators, expand kind of the geographical read, get people who didn't necessarily grow up, but came to find hunting and fishing and the communications associated with it along the way. It'd be cool to bring on some more adult onset hunters. So I want to do my best to recruit more people. And that's super exciting. I'll let you guys know how that goes. A really cool story I somehow glossed over is the fact that one of my friends, Ashley Lewis from the Pacific Northwest, and she is known as Badash Outdoor. She is awesome. She's part of the Kinalt tribe, uh, one of the Native American tribes in the Pacific Northwest. She is an all-around awesome sportswoman. She hunts, she fishes, she does clamming, she does basically everything. She's a Jill of all trades, and she's going to be hosting a brand new series on NBC Sports Northwest called Breakout with Bad Ash, and that should be unveiled sometime this month, but I wanted to plug that in for you guys who may be listening and interested. She has a very interesting perspective, and with it being Women's Day, I think that's something cool to plug in. But she is legit. She's a great sportswoman. And I hope you guys check out her program and also give her a follow on social media. I will do my best to examine some of the gun control bills coming through the House of Representatives. I talked about a few a few weeks ago, but I think I'll revisit some of it. I'll try to bring on some more industry experts onto the podcast and keep you guys abreast with what is happening. But with narrow margins of Gun control majorities in control of both the House and the Senate. I'm not sure. We'll see some movement. Some bills may pass. They may pass committee. Will they pass a full House vote? Possibly in the Senate. I see less opportunities, hopefully. But it should alarm you that so many different bills, which would do nothing to stop and ameliorate crime, are being considered. Especially when the fact that the public is now more in support of legal gun ownership. You see historic levels of minorities, women, young people purchasing guns to protect themselves. So it goes against public opinion. It goes against statistics. It goes against changing attitudes of gun ownership. And it would be unwise of these members, particularly House Democrats, to proceed with this. It's going to have a lot of backlash in the public square. And they should be held accountable. And and you have to contact your members to voice your opposition if you want to see these bills die in committee or die during a full house vote. Also, things will be a little quiet maybe for the next few days if we don't do some episodes tomorrow or Wednesday because I'll be preparing for rebooting or I would say continuing with my CFACT Conservation Nation series. I will be heading to Florida a week from today to film two episodes relating to the Everglades system and I have some great stories to tell. We're going to talk to some interesting folks who are focusing on water quality issues, cattlemen and ranchers who are doing their part to make the Everglades ecosystem a lot better. It has a lot of themes related to balance use and conservation at large and kind of shedding some misconceptions about what role government has and why it should be limited and also the fact that stakeholder relations are still important today in the United States for fixing and addressing different issues. So you can expect that from me in the coming weeks. But if you see me in Florida next week, that is why. And I think you guys are going to like what we're going to come up with. I'm excited to collaborate again with my videographer, Madison. She's awesome. I'll have her come on the podcast and talk about profiling things or, or I'll have her talk about 
transitioning into kind of this outdoor filmmaking. She is superb and we're going to get her perspective. We'll talk to some other people for the podcast, even beyond filming. And you'll see some cool behind the scenes look into that on my social media, but I'm grateful to see fact that we can resume that series and continue to talk about stories that go unnoticed in conservation. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure to subscribe on your preferred platform. If you have Apple Podcasts, find us there. Leave some reviews of the five-star variety and let us know what you think. Find the podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to never miss a beat nor a guest announcement. If you want to nominate guests or topics or yourself, I would be more than happy to welcome that. I've actually had some really interesting inquiries come from people I would never suspect having an interest in District of Conservation. So that was really cool to see and witness. And as those interviews play out, I'll let you guys know. But we have some cool things happening going into next week as well. So don't miss out those interviews. So thanks for listening to the podcast. Happy fishing and happy hunting, everyone. Stay tuned for my reporting from the Everglades region of Florida.